Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome to the Life Group Leader Podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's Kirby here, and I have with me Tim, our men's pastor. Say hello, Tim. Hey, Merry Christmas. Glad to be with you guys. Oh, so sweet. So glad that you're with us, Tim. I know that we've gotten to have a lot of good times in these conversations, laughing together, but also hopefully preparing our leaders. And so this, um, you guys, will be a special podcast today as it's the last of our series here around the beauty of Christmas, all these different vantage points that each of the different um, teachers have been able to share with us, which has been so sweet. Um, Tim, how are you feeling about this Christmas season and how have you how have you been enjoying the series? Yeah, loving this series. It's always good to reflect on the birth of Jesus, Emmanuel, God uh, with us. And it's just been a great Christmas season so far. Mm. All sorts of fun Christmas things with the family. And we got a week left. Until oh, yeah. Christmas. And then, yeah, before we know it, I mean, Christmas is on Sunday. Like, yeah. we're, it's going to be here so quick. Well, a it's week kinda, from Sunday. That's true. Well, they'll be listening to this probably after Sunday. That's a good point. Sorry. <laughs> You'll be listening after Sunday, but we're recording before Sunday. But all's the same regardless. But Tim, what are some of the things that you and your family are doing right now in this season as you're preparing for Christmas? Well, last night um, I went to my kids' Christmas play. My son Stop. was uh, one of the main characters. And so cute. other two were in the choir, so that was super special. We uh, watched a ton of Christmas movies already. Oh, I love that. Christmas lights. We're going to Balboa Island <gasps> this week. So oh, all sorts awesome. of great stuff. Oh my gosh. What about awesome. you? Same. I'm actually going to Balboa next Monday, which I think looking at the lights with my friends and my boyfriend, I mean, it's such a sweet time to really get excited and be in awe of like the beauty that is Christmas. And, you know, sometimes I feel like Christmas can be like overly commercialized. Sometimes, but I actually think now, like it's especially in light of this specific series, um, I've really been enjoying the fact that our culture has this weird, like almost acknowledgement of the fact that Christmas is beautiful by the way that we go extra in our decor and in the lights. I mean, like you know, it's, it gets it gets dark every night, you know, but we choose Christmas time when we're you know hopefully looking for the light of the world to put up lights you know and to be more decorative so I just find that to be so sweet and such a a beautiful thing that's reflected in our culture Mm -hmm. so of who God is so as we kind of look to this discussion guide you guys I know you know you're probably meeting right before Christmas if you're listening to this podcast and you're preparing with your group you know you're probably doing a lot of fun activities, hopefully sharing cookies or stories or what have you. So you might not be able to get to all of this content, but we're going to try to point out a couple things that if you do decide to walk through some questions, here are the ones that we love. Here are the ones that really stick out. And if you are a leader who is going to go through all these questions, hats off to you. We are so proud of you. We like really commend you for kind of barreling in here at the last um, end of the year. Um, and we, we want to encourage you in that as well. So wherever you're at, whether you're just choosing a couple questions or you're choosing them all, um, we're here for you and want to kind of talk through this um, this guide with you. So for um, this, we can expect a, a really great rhythm reminder. We say worship, story, and prayer. Of course, I think worship is the one that will really stick out to you. And the ways that we practice worship are 
are by celebrating and remembering all that God has done for us. And so this first question is so great. Um, Tim, do you see or in your own like men's studies and things, do you guys kind of go into a rhythm of like of uh, worship and reflection in this season? Yeah, one of the things that we do with uh, my men's core leadership team is we always have a uh, end of the year Christmas dinner together. Oh, and love that. We um, we spend about fifteen to twenty five minutes, depending on stories, and we celebrate all that God did, whether it's in our personal lives, but uh, kind of prompting, particularly in the men's ministry. Where yeah. where have you seen God show up? Where have you seen transformation? Where has Jesus met um, with us and, and we celebrate. It's truly a beautiful time and that's exactly that. what we would hope for you guys in your group. It's just a natural time to look back, celebrate, and go, God is good and let's yeah. celebrate. Let's share the stories. Oh, I love that. I think that's such an incredible rhythm and it will feel so natural at this time where other times it might feel awkward, right? Like you're going into summer and you're like, what did God do? It's like, no, this is the perfect time. So don't miss an opportunity, leaders, to really ask this first question here. What experiences have you had that you never want to forget? And why do you not want to forget these things? And so I think this really gets us into that posture of looking back on what God has done and preparing our hearts for the Christmas season. Um, There is a great leader note here that says, you know, being sensitive to what God, um, some of the big moments um, in this um, past year might be because of some great successes, but also there might be some great pain. So just want to, you know, prepare you guys as you open up questions about significant things that you might hear some things from your group members of, you know, moments of pain or struggle. And hopefully this group will also be a, a place where you can celebrate where God has showed up in those places, not necessarily always with a healing or with an answer, but at least with his presence. Um, And that's what hopefully your group does really, really well. I think that's a good thing to know as a leader that uh, the holidays is not always a celebratory time. Our church is beautiful and offering what we call Blue Christmas and where people are suffering and struggling and there is the hope of Jesus. So as a leader... Uh, I think it's it's important to be aware, like maybe there was a loss that you know about in their group. Maybe someone struggles, particularly with the holidays. How can you come alongside as a group and a leader mm-hmm. for those actually suffering through yeah. the holidays? I love that. So good. Um, so, and also another great point of encouragement, right, is not just our presence with one another, um, but also God's word. So as we look down at God's word, which is specifically the account that we're looking at um, in this um, message from the weekend, is from Luke chapter 2, 8 through 12. And this is some of the more traditional, right, um, storytelling of, of um, the, the birth and um, announcement of Jesus. And so I just love that we're, we're saved the best for last, right? You you know, here we go with Luke, who is such an incredible storyteller for so many reasons, um, including the fact that he was a doctor and he loves details and all that kind of stuff. But um, this really is a great question as we ask our people to look into God's word to point out what really sticks out. So it says, this passage may be familiar, of course, and nonetheless marvelous. You'll see a lot of strong language um, in these, these questions this week. But what are some of the things that are particularly astounding to you in the passage? So as they kind of point out the astounding things, what do you think, why are we asking people to point out astounding things, Tim? I mean, this is this is the birth announcement of the yeah. Savior of the world, and right. uh, Luke, um, like you said, he gives a lot of just really neat details of mm. just 
of the good news. This mm-hmm. is good news of great yes. joy. Um, that there's this this child and Jesus even coming as mm-hmm. a child, and then uh, the significance of what this means that God would yes. become fully human yet fully yes. God and yes. and even the announcement to the shepherds first and what that mm-hmm. looks like is is you know that Jesus is our, our God in His abundance mm. is able to go hey the first people that I'm going to share with yeah. is the shepherds which. And culture of the time were mm. not, you know, the prestigious. This isn't the right. the royalty. This is yeah. um, somewhat outsiders. But God has no bounds, and He is not outside love, mm-hmm. loving anyone. So mm-hmm. it's a beautiful picture of a God who came near. Yes, absolutely. I so agree. And I think these questions about um, the shepherds, you know, that's trying to help people see the humility, right? And to this this first question um, about the astoundingness, it's, it's like you said, we're trying to cultivate the group to have a sense of awe and help them understand the tone of this passage, right? The tone is like, marvelous spectacular like this is like groundbreaking right like the angels are coming and appearing and people are terrified like the language is so strong and it's helping us to see how dramatic that this experience was right um in a beautiful beautiful drama kind of way so um also another great question what are the three titles given to jesus in this verse i mean i love that there is such a diversity of calling of who jesus is in that and that's again to help us kind of see um, the uh, righteousness of God, the declaring of who he was more than just a man, um, but also like the question goes on to ask about the significance of lying in the mangers, that he is both glorious, marvelous, righteous, you know, clearly, um, um, clearly God, but also lying in a manger that he's a human. He is a true baby. Um, God himself came down to this earth. So, which is, you know, a, a more and more astounding things as we think about um, this. Um, going on to reading um, Luke 2, 13 through 20. Again, we're trying to um, point out where there's wonder um, that we can kind of um, attack or, or attach ourselves to in the scripture. And then the next question here on 17, um, based on um, what you know of Jesus's life, um, what sense of the of Jesus' arrival brings peace and favor to our priests on earth and favor to people? Oh, I love like where do we go right with our our amazement? We go towards um, we get to experience peace and favor from that posture. Really good. Um, so as we kind of turn, we're coming to the end here, you guys. As you can see, this story of Jesus is sweet in itself, so you need not make a, a make much, but really just enjoy the story here. Um, but as we look out to the culture, um, where can we see um, culture losing its sense of wonder? What, um, what kind of things stick out to you um, that people might bring up in group? And what's kind of the purpose of that question, you think, Tim? I think it's a refocusing question of remembering why and what yeah. we celebrate. And so I good. think um, it's it's no secret that it is um, a holiday that is also expressed mm-hmm. through materialism yeah. and things and gifts. And although those are wonderful, mm-hmm. that is not the why. And sometimes greed can come up and, yes. yeah. um, and just you know, desiring things that we don't necessarily mm-hmm. need when we really truly only need Jesus. Yeah. And so that can be, I'm sure there's probably all sorts of statistics of, mm-hmm. of how much revenue companies make during this time of year. Naturally, it would be 
more than any other time of year for a lot of especially mm-hmm. retail companies so we can get we can get sidetracked and we can also the speed of the holidays mm-hmm. of party after party or event after event or all all the things that come with the hustle and bustle of Christmas season so I would say it probably culture um and culture isn't celebrating Jesus. Yeah. Society isn't celebrating Jesus per se. It's the Santa Clauses, the reindeers, the whole the whole wonder. The, sure. But it's not necessarily, oh, it's not out loud. This is about Jesus. Yep. That's um, good. But so, we are. Yeah. I love that. Um, I, I really, I think what also sticks out to me too is, um, is, that it is for all people. And I like that the second question really helps us to turn, okay, where is, so the first question helps us say, where have we gone wrong? And then who is this for, right? It really is for everyone. And so we can kind of see the call into the amazement and wonder is also an invitation for us to share who Jesus is, share this amazement with others in our lives, you know, specifically our family. I know I will be a lot of us will be around a lot of family um, during this time, and that can be challenging and beautiful altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we look in on ourselves, I would I would love to encourage you guys if you're meeting and if you d- are not sure which part of this to kind of really hone in on. I think this look in question is really good, and I think it would also be really good to do maybe just in a reflection. You necessarily don't have to share or discuss with this question, but you could just prayerly or prayerfully um, respond to this question and say okay guys let's let's look inside of ourselves and ask ourselves if we are eager to tell others about Jesus are we truly marveling at the story of Jesus and where can we do we need to grow in our affection and wonder for God um, and if you take time I think at the end of, of your little discussion here or maybe this is just one of the things um, you will ask God you can ask God privately and corporately um, to help him compel you to worship just like the angels did so um, I think that could be a great way to end your group is prayerfully asking for more and more of wonder and amazement in this season so um, that's really all we have for you guys today. Um, but before we end, we'd love to just talk a little bit about on the table series coming up in January. Um, Tim, what are you? How are you feeling about on the table, and what do you know about on the table right now? I'm super excited and proud of our church for this upcoming series that we're calling On the Table, and we're putting it all on the table. We're talking <laughs> about very controversial yeah. um, topics within the Christian church, but in culture. Uh, as it pertains to the Christian worldview. So I think it'll give people um, a sense of both um, ways that they can articulate what they believe and like be able to have conversations um, with friends, coworkers, neighbors about their beliefs and and where we stand and where they stand. Uh, Mm -hmm. However, it will also be controversial and could could cause... um, some discomfort in challenging conversations. So I, I'm I'm really proud of our church because we we don't always talk about yeah. these kind of things uh, and our particular views as a church, manners in particular, but also really a biblical uh, stance on where some of these 
big, heavy conversations are. Yeah, so, so good. I can't wait. I know. It's going to be great, you guys. I'm sure that you read a little <clears> bit <throat> um, on our email about what On the Table is. And as Tim shared, you know, it is going to be some hard-hitting conversations. We're think, we're, if you didn't read over the series brief, it's, it's it, is the Bible outdated? Can we really trust it? Is Jesus the only way? We're talking, um, you know, thoughts on the transgender movement, thoughts on oppression, um, thoughts on sexuality, both, um, you know, why is, you know, is, is, is God sexually repressive all the way to, um, you know, what does he say about homosexuality? And then we even hit, you know, even lighter topics like what, why does God send people to hell? Right. So we've got super light, super light (laughs) with super light conversations, but you know, all of these topics are outlined in our series brief. Um, and, but we want to commit to you guys that we are here with you, your coaches, your staff, we are all ready to have these conversations with you and help you as a leader feel equipped. Um, so please reach out to your coaches as necessary, but know that we have the series brief. We will be having um, a workshop, hopefully in person, um, that we will be able to kind of talk through group dynamics things. And then we also will be having some incredible sermon-based content broken down here in this podcast with lots of different um, special guests. So you guys, please tune in um, to our podcast in the coming new year and um, walk through this sermon-based content with us as we learn what the Bible says about some of the more controversial topics. So we love you guys. We're praying for you and we hope that you have a very Merry Christmas.